Wow, so it's really been a while since I got on here. I feel like I always say that, but this time, it's really been a long time. I feel like, I feel compelled to get on here when, <clears throat> when I'm like overthinking a lot. Like I have a lot in my mind and I have a lot of emotions and a lot of hurt right now. Like I just feel so hurt. And so I just need to talk. Um, and what better way than to get on here? Uh, you know, it's free. <laughs> I mean, I wish I can go to counseling or something, but I just can't afford it right now. So a lot has happened. I really don't know where, what the last thing I talked about was. Like, I don't, I mean, I know the last thing I talked about, but I don't remember if I mentioned that I finally passed my test um, for my teaching thing. Like, I ended up passing the test, and, like, with a week later, I got a job, like, and, or I don't know if it was a week later, but I don't remember how it happened, but as soon as I applied for the job, I got the job. I mean, I had an interview, like, a few days later. Then I got the job, like, a few days after that. And then, and so I start this upcoming week, like, this upcoming Monday. Today's Saturday. And honestly, I'm so nervous. Like, it's two things that are weighing heavily on me right now. One of them is starting that job. Like, I I feel like... I just don't know. It's so many things that I don't know how to do. And so I'm very nervous about starting. Like, I haven't, all I, all I did was pass the exam that, like, I'm going to be teaching math. So all I did was pass the exam, like, showing that I know the, the math material. I don't know anything about, like, teaching or discipline or anything like that. And I honestly think that the school, it, secondly, it's a middle school, so, like, these kids are like pretty old at this point. Like, I was always kind of scared to teach older kids because I feel like I'm so young and I don't want them to just, you know, disregard me and walk all over me. Like, I'm very afraid of that. Um, and the other thing is, is that these kids are like, I don't know what you refer to them as, like high risk or at risk youth or something like that or inner city or title one whatever you want to call it these kids are that demographic or whatever and so you know they have more behavior behavior problems I think it's like they didn't really tell me that in the interview but like I've heard of the school and I kind of looked at their demographics and stuff and it kind of seems that way but like I'm not 100% sure what their behavior issues are and, you know, when you get to middle school and stuff, people start selling drugs and buying drugs and using drugs and all kind of stuff. Um, so on top of that, like, I know the math, but I have to study it. And it's like also another thing is that the school and the district are not like communicating with me that much. They're not informing informing me on what exactly like the process is or what I'm going to be doing. I feel like I'm just in the dark about things and it's just like an awkward situation for me because I personally hate confrontation, but it's like I'm going to end up having to ask the questions that I have um if they keep leaving me in the dark. Uh, like, for example, I start on Monday and they didn't tell me at all what I'm going to be doing. Like, am I going to be teaching on Monday? Like, do I need to prepare a lesson? Like, is it going to be training? What is it going to be on Monday? 
and it's like I'm talking to different people. Like I interviewed with different people than who were hiring me. And I just I don't I haven't even talked to the people that work at the school. So it's just kind of confusing. Like I have no idea what's going on um with that. And I think the unknown, like not knowing what exactly I'm going to be doing and not knowing what to expect leaves a lot of room for nervousness and fear because it's like it's like the fear of the unknown like anything can happen you know what I mean like I have no idea what could happen therefore anything can happen and that type of thing is very scary but also I feel like those type of positions are the best places to trust God in that's where you can be like okay I don't know what's gonna happen but I know one thing that God is good and since God is good, he's going to, A, it's going to be horrible, but he's going to use that for his your good and his glory. Or B, it's going to go great. And still, he'll use that for your good and his glory. And that's the only thing that takes a little bit of edge off. But still in my, like, it's like, I'm trying to explain where I feel anxiety at. And it's like in my chest and it sinks to my stomach. Like, it's like the connection between my heart and my stomach like that's where I feel like like that nervousness and that like almost almost dreading type of feeling like I literally want to run away from this this is how I feel like I want to sprint away from this like I don't want to face this it's like to the point where I'm thinking like dang I should have just done an online job like a little dinky job where I just do nothing because the thing is like I've been off of work for almost a year and so the idea of going back and having a lot to do is just a lot like it's just a lot and honestly I can't even be hard on myself about that like I completely understand why I'm so nervous and why I'm so like afraid of this I literally have not worked in months since I haven't worked since March on top of that, this is something, like, this is probably, like, this is the highest paid job I've ever had, and then this is the most professional job I've ever had, so it's coming from a stopping place of no job, of, I mean, a, a, not a stopping place, but a place of doing nothing, to all of a sudden, like, being more engaged than I ever have, like, it's just nerve-wracking, to say the least. So for a second, I'm going to deter off of that and talk about the other, th- the second thing that's weighing on my spirit or weighing on me is this guy. And this guy, I don't know if I talked about him very much on here or told the story of how I met him, but I feel the need or not the need, but the desire to sort of give a backstory and then talk about how what's going on right now and how I feel. So it all started a little over a year ago, August 7th. The only reason I remember the date is because it was my friend's birthday and we had went out to eat. And then after, which I wasn't planning to go where I had no idea that she was going to be like, hey, let's go out after we eat. I thought we were just going to eat. So I was like, okay, why not? You know, let's go ahead. So we went, we ended up going to some bars like in where the city I live, we have like a midtown 
where there's a lot of different bars. And I'm not really the going out type of person. I really actually never go out. It's rare, very rare. I never really go out. And if I do, I don't drink. So, you know, I just end up going out, right? And we went to one bar. We played some games. They had, like, little games, which I thought was cool. I found pretty cool and fun, like Jenga, board games, stuff like that. So we played that for a little bit, and then they were like, okay, let's go to this other bar. I'm like, okay. So we went to the other bar, and while I was there, I was just looking around, and I personally like black guys. So in the, in bars, in general, it's not really that many black people. I feel like black people usually go to clubs. I don't know. Maybe that's just where I live, but not a lot, not a lot of black people go to bars. So I was just looking around, kind of scanning the, cl- the crowd. Because when I was in college, just a fun fact, when I was in college, I would go to parties not to dance, not to drink, because I didn't drink. Not to not to like be all faded and stuff like that and lit. I would literally go to parties just to see how many numbers I could finesse, like how many guys I could meet. Um, and it wasn't even like I cared to pursue a relationship with them. I just wanted to like, I don't know, maybe it was like an ego thing of like stroking my ego. That sounds weird, but like just having seeing how many guys I numbers I can get, and so. Okay, this is not okay. And back to the story. So, we went to this bar. So that's usually my mo when I go to out or anything like that. Like it's just in, the, in my subconscious. Um, so yeah. So I'm just looking around and I barely see any black guys. And if I do, they're like the type of black guy that seems like they like white girls. So first, I saw this guy. He like worked at the place, and he was kind of cute, but. I feel like he was, like, really short, like, shorter than me. So I was like, okay, he's cute, but I'm not really that interested. So I just kept looking around, looking around. And then I saw this guy walk in, and I was like, hmm, he's cute. But, like, that was it. I didn't see him again for a while. And I just totally forgot, like, he was even there. Because I, I think he, like, went to the other side that I wasn't on. And so I was just standing. I literally was being so awkward. I was just standing on the wall and... My friends were just dancing. All of a sudden, they were like, hey, let's move over here. I'm like, okay. So then we moved by, like, the bar. So I was leaning on a bar, and I was just looking around. My friends were, like, dancing in a circle. I was leaning on the bar, just watching them, like, Haha, have fun, you know, happy birthday, turn up. And I was just chilling, And which I'm, I'm grateful that I, my friends were, they know how I, I know how I am, and they just let me do me, because I being forced to like dance sounds like very uncomfortable um I mean like I feel very uncomfortable but anyway so I was sitting there and I mean I sitting there I was standing there just leaning on a bar and I looked up and I saw like a a guy like two guys looking at me well two guys the one of the guys was the guy that I saw earlier and I, I guess the other guy was his friend or whatever and they were talking to each other like and then looking at me talking looking at me talking looking at me talking looking at me and I was just standing there like hmm. you know I was wondering like which one's gonna talk to me like I was like hoping hopefully it's the one that like you know I found attractive in the at the very beginning so it was and I was like oh I mean he ended up coming up and I was like oh bet so he comes up and he acts like he's buying a drink actually he doesn't act like he actually buys a drink so he's buying a drink and he's like are you here alone and I'm like, bruh, 
<laughs> Why would I be here alone? Um, no, I'm not alone. My friends are right here. I'm just, you know, just chilling over here by myself. Like, I'm not really... I don't know what I said. Like, I don't know if I told him I'm not really going out type of girl. I'm just kind of chilling over here. And then he was like... <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> Sorry, I'm yawning. But um, he was like... He bought a drink. And I was like, is that your drink? And he's like, yeah, you want one? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't drink. I just was wondering, like, if I can have the lime. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But he's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, okay. So I got the lime, and I'm eating it. I'm drinking it. Eating it, drinking it. I'm eating it. And he's like, we're just talking. Like, we really hit it off. Like, it was a nice little convo. And I was like, dang. You know, that was refreshing. That was cool. And so we left. We, my friend was like, yo, we're about to go. And the weird part is, I was with this guy from high school, and he always liked me. And he was, like, he was so off that I was talking to him. And I'm like, bruh, like, it's been years. Like, I don't even know. That's a whole other story for another day. But it's been years. Like, we're not going to be together. That's what's going on with the other guys. So anyway, the guy that I was talking to, whatever, I ended up telling him, like, yeah. He told me, like, we can text or whatever. I remember his phone was super cracked. And I was like, yo, why is your phone so cracked? But he was like, that's a long story. You know, I'll tell you another time, whatever. So we leave. And, you know, I gave him my number. And, you know, normally when you give somebody your, their, your number, they usually just text you, right? Like, after we left, we're, I, like, um, the guy I went to high school with, he ended up dropping me and my friend, whose birthday it was, he ended up dropping us off at our cars because he parked closer than us. So he dropped us off at our cars, and while, while he was dropping us off at our cars, and while I was uh, riding with him, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but anyway, the guy ended up, the other guy ended up calling me, and I'm like, "You're he's calling me? And I texted him, like, yo, did you mean to call me? And he's like, yes. I'm like, yo, that's unusual. Like, people usually text. I didn't say that, but I was just thinking that. So I was like, whatever. I was like, yo, I'll call you when I get in my car. Like, I'm not to my car yet. And he's like, okay, bet. So I got to my car, and I called him, and I'm like, yo. And I literally talked to this man from that moment all the way to, like, 5 a.m. Like, we literally talked all night. Like, when I say it, we hit it off, we hit it off. Like, it was just, it was refreshing because, mind you, I feel like this detail is important. I had just left, like, my super toxic, abusive relationship. Um, I had just left that relationship. Um, I'm trying to see how many months it had been. So that was in August, June. The last time I had talked to my ex was like June 14th or something like that. June 13th? Was it in June? I think it was in June, yes. So it was around that time. June, July, August. So it had only been about two months, maybe a little bit less, like a month and some change since I had talked to my ex. And in between that time, I hadn't talked to anybody because I was just like, yo, I just got out of a relationship. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody. Like, psh. and I was not expecting to meet anybody, especially somebody that like she that I actually like vibed with on that type of level. And so anyway, we talked all night long. And then the next day, like, and the, oh, and the thing is, he told me he had a kid. And I was just like, mm, he has a kid. Like, I vibe with you, but you have a kid. Like, at that, during that time, I was, like, not open to being with somebody that had a kid. And so I was just like, mm, like, you know, at the end of the day, all we can do is have sex. That was, like, my, like, the, what was in, in the back of my mind. 
but we he asked me to hang out that next day he was like you know like let's go do something and so we ended up hanging out that following I don't want to say morning but I think it was the next day I honestly think it was the next day and we went to this little tea kind of place like uh, a little place with hammocks not tea we went to a coffee shop and it was next to a place that had hammocks so we went to the coffee shop then we went to go sit on the hammocks and it was just immaculate <laughs> it was just live like I just really I was enjoying myself like I was I felt happy like I was so glad I had left my other relationship because it just felt so refreshing to meet somebody I don't know like like that and so I was just like it's almost like I was on cloud nine and this lasted for about a month like me feeling like yo this might be the one like this is crazy but let me tell you how I got over the kid thing so I was thinking like okay yeah we're just gonna be have sex because I mean like what else do we do like the vibes are immaculate but he has a kid so we we can't be together this was my thought pattern we can't be together therefore all we can do is have sex which is a very just dumb way of thinking but whatever um as we kept like I in my mind I kept thinking like okay we're eventually gonna have sex but I don't want to have it like the first time we hang out um and so we went to the park we had our little thing he was just he he, oh that's another thing I forgot to add he had just like he was uh, oh yeah he, he was still living with his baby I don't he didn't like calling her his baby mom but his child's mother he was just she was still living with her and they were like on a lease together and the lease didn't end till like September. We were in August, so the lease didn't end till September. And so at the beginning I really did not care because I was not trying to be in a relationship with him and I was not and I feel like this this is always a recipe for disaster when you start something with somebody that's so immaculate but you're not looking for a relationship. That is just a recipe for disaster. And that's how I keep starting my relationships. I'd be like, uh, I don't want a relationship right now. And then I meet somebody that I just really click with. So anyway, we kept talking and, and we got to a point. I was telling him that like what I liked a lot is that he also believed in God. And that's something that I struggled with my ex. Like my ex said he believed in God, but he was not in any way, shape or form trying to live his life to please God. Like in any way, he just was feeding his fleshly desires like he had no goal of like you know not having sex or not drinking or not smoking like that he was not convicted in that in any way my ex wasn't and so I wanted somebody who was like I wanted somebody that could relate to me on that level where when they have sex they feel bad when they uh partaking certain activities they feel convicted and like they should not do that right so I was excited to finally meet somebody like that and anyway we kept talking and talking and I'll, I'll never forget this night one night we went to this little oh this is a thing that I really did not like care for about him like I didn't like is that he always took me to bars yeah that first time we went to like a little park thing but after that it it was also kind of like structured that way because he got off of work really late during that time and so we kind of had to make it work like and what was usually open at night was bars it was just kind of how it was and I feel like 
I don't know if I made him nervous or what, but I just felt like he always had to drink around me or something. <clears throat> like, whenever we hang out, like, not if we're talking on the phone, like, but if, oh, that's the thing, we were talking on the phone every day, he would call me on his breaks, he would call me after work, he would call me before work, it was just great, like, communication was out, I mean, communication was 10 out of 10, it was just great, and so, anyway, um, oh, yeah, so back to that one night, we went to this little bar, and it was a cool little thing, like, even though I don't drink and go out and stuff, I have to admit, like, some of these bars are, like, cool places. Because this place had, like, a lot of board games. It was a very just chill, 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 chill atmosphere. It wasn't, like, turned up, nothing like that. And I feel like they also have food, but I don't think we got any food. He just got a drink. He always got... I forgot what it's called, but he always got the same drink. It's, like, iced tea and something. Um, anyway, he got the, his little drink, and I got water. Like, it was like we always just did that. And I remember, this has nothing to do with the details, but I'm just adding details just because I had on, like, a, a pink dress. Like, that probably went to my knees or so, something like that. And I don't know what he had on. I just remember I had that on. And I was sitting across from him, whatever. We And we played Battlefield. And we were just talking, and this bar, we ended up finishing that game. I don't know who won, but we just stopped playing. I don't know if anybody won. I think we just quit. And we went outside, and we were talking. They had, like, a little outside area that smelled like cigarettes, but whatever. They had, like, an outside area that was, like, in the sand. And it was, like, beach, I mean, bench tables. Is that what they're called? Not bench tables. Picnic tables. And they were in the sand. And so we were just sitting on those, and we were talking, and he was telling me, like, yo, I'm just, he was, like, telling me he's sad that, like, his son has to grow up with a broken home. And, you know, he was telling me all his little, you know, heartfelt stuff about how he, um, my, sorry, my brain went blank. But he, he was just telling me about how, like, he feels about the situation with his son and how he doesn't, like, that his son has to grow up with his parents being separated. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's understandable, you know. I was just like, you know, it's going to be okay, you know. Everything happens for a reason. And even though you don't see it right now, like, God is going to use this for something greater. And that's just the way God works. Like, he will take something so horrible and use it for good. And so I was just telling him that, stuff like that. It was very, it was very good vibes at night. It was great. I'm telling you. It was a great night. I don't want to say the best night of my life, but it was a great night. And so we went um, ahead and... What am I saying? I'm getting so distracted. So after that, like, we saw a cockroach or something like a big bug. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's a blah, 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 blah. And he was like, you know what? Let's go sit in the car and continue talking because, like, it's it's intense out here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, bet. So we go into the car and, like, we're in, we, we got in my car. I don't know. I think I just wanted to get in my car. So we got in my car. And <clears throat> bruh, things started getting heated. That's the thing. Like, the sexual tension between us was intense as well. And I don't honestly don't know. I, You know how, like, you could say it's all lust. But it's also that connection between, like, believing in God and stuff. Like, the connection of other stuff. Of like even us relating on our toxic relationship 
all of that. It was a lot of different things that were attracting me to him. It wasn't just the sex. But anyway, the sexual tension was intense. And so things started, like, getting heated. Like, we just started kissing and kissing and kissing. And I got from... I was in my passenger seat. I mean, I was in the driver's seat. He was in the passenger seat. And so, like, I got up and I sat on his lap. And I was... Let's imagine this. I was facing... We were both facing the same direction, but I was sitting on his lap. And so, remember, I had a a skirt on. So, he, like, not a skirt, but a dress. So, he was, like, raising up whatever. And he was just, like, yo. And then, all of a sudden, he just stopped. And he was, like, I don't want to do this. He's, like, I, like, I I value whatever. I really want to see where things go without sex. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm just, like, yo. You that made me like a hundred percent more attracted to him because I was just like, dang, this man cares about me. Like that was my thought pattern, and he was like, um, yeah. So that made me more attracted to him. That made me be like, yo, this actually my husband. And another thing about him is that like we had a lot of things in common. Like I personally don't want a big marriage. I'm what a big wedding. <laughs> I don't want a big wedding, like, and he didn't either. I wanted four kids. He did too. Like, just stuff like that. We had a lot of stuff in common. And I was just like, yo, this is kind of crazy. Like, what are the odds that I would literally meet somebody that's just like me? Like, that has the same view on the world. The odds are just are crazy. Like, I didn't even have that with my ex. So, like, I was stuck on my ex. I don't even know why. <laughs> I think we're related in some other area. I think we were related, like studying being in school and studying something hard or whatever um but with the this new guy it was almost like I connected to him on a soul level like everything that my soul um knew like because I feel like a lot of times our soul I I heard this in some type of new age thing, but like, I think it's true. Like our soul knows stuff like, and some people call it like your gut feeling and stuff like that. So I feel like, let's just call it gut feeling just cause, but I feel like he and I, our gut feelings aligned. Like we had the same view on life. And so it was just, I don't know. It was just great. I was just like, yo, I was it was bliss, right? And I was just like, yo, this is crazy. And like, yeah. So anyway, we we were trying to not have sex. We were really trying our hardest. And we did it for like a month or a month or so. More than a month. A little more than a month. And we were going to... I remember... Like, I feel like a decision... One decision can really derail something but now at the point where I'm at now I'm grateful this happened because it was necessary we would have had a very toxic relationship it would have been a tough relationship once all that infatuation had died down so anyway um because we both needed time to heal from our past relationships so so boom uh one day I'll never forget I always say I never forget this day but this is what determined our future basically so we we had signed up he had came to church with me and we had actually signed up to go 
do this human trafficking thing, like volunteer. And it was at nighttime, so he could go after work. He was going to be able to make it, da, da, da. But my roommate at the time was also going out of town that day. So we had a choice. We can could go to this volunteer thing at night, or he can come over. And the thought the thought I had was like, yo, this volunteer thing is always going to be here. Like, it was a continuing thing. But my roommate is only going to not be there one night. The reason why I cared if my roommate was there or not is a whole other story. But, yeah, so I was like, this is only the only weekend that she's not going to be here. So you got to pull up. So that was what ended up happening. We we just ended up pulling out of the uh, volunteer thing and deciding to for him to spend a night. And he ended up coming over. And, like I said, the sexual tension is insane. And that night, we ended up... We didn't have actual sex, but we had, like... Let's call it preliminary sex. <laughs> we had did some of the stuff that you do before. You have, like, actual pen, penetrative... Pen, whatever they call it. Sex. Um, so, we had did that stuff. And, I mean, at the time, I didn't think that much of it. I was like, yo, that was crazy. It was cool. It was like, yo, I started craving him, like, never before. And so, after that, I was, like, I was thinking, like, everything was good. You know, I was not expecting anything to change up. Communication was still great. And so, um, after after that happened, like, a few days later, I don't know, things just started getting horrible. <laughs> like, things just started going left. Like, I'm just, not horrible, but they just started going left, like, he started being like, oh, you know, instead of hanging out with you this weekend, I want to go go hang out with my friends this weekend. And I'm just like, bruh, why are you hanging out with your friends? Like, I never see you. Like, I was, and I, the thing is, I was coming out of a relationship with my ex where we saw each other every single day. So I was only seeing this guy, like, maybe twice a week, like, on the weekends, if that. So he was trying to lessen that. And to me, I was like, well wait that was not my norm so I was just like I'm only gonna see you like once a week like that's not even a lie so I I was getting irritated by that and then I remember I um oh I don't know if I mentioned but he ended up moving out of the apartment with his child's mother because I told him I was gonna stop talking to him if he didn't and he did um and so yeah so anyway that was off topic, but we just, we started having, like, little issues here and there, and one night, and then another thing is he started inviting me out with his friends, like, instead of me and him just having this intimate time, we're just us two, he started inviting me out to be with him and his friend, and I'm like, him and his friends, I'm just like, okay, whatever, so we go out one night, and we, he had told me about all his past girls and sexual partners stuff like that so we end up seeing we end up running into one of his girls from the past and oh girl I guess she's still mad at him um but she pulled up and she hugged his two friends and ignored him and I had no idea what was going on I didn't know who she was I didn't know he had talked to her 
the friends were going crazy because like she has a big butt or whatever so the friends was like oh my gosh that's her yada 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 i can't believe we saw her bop 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 beep 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 boop 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 all of that jazz right and so i'm just like mm, i didn't think anything of it and so you know all of a sudden they're like well, let's go upstairs we were like at some bar or whatever they had multiple floors so i'm like hey we went upstairs and all of a sudden, he tells me, I think we're all walking upstairs or right before. He's like, you know who that is? I'm like, who? And the other weird part is, is that everybody was looking at me, like all her friends and her, like everyone was looking at me, giving me weird looks. And I had no idea what was going on, right? So anyway, we get upstairs. We finally sit down. He tells me who it was. And I'm just off. I'm like, bro, what the heck? Like, why didn't you tell me this? Like, you literally have me looking stupid. And so I was just not even, I did not talk to him. Like, I was just like, I'm not going to talk to you. I was ignoring him. And I was talking to his friends, which was very messed up um, and immature. But that's usually, that's how I used to deal with some of my ex. In a very toxic way, I would just ignore him. Well, I don't know if that's toxic. I don't know. I have a hard time deciding if stuff is toxic or if like, why the heck did you put me in that situation? So anyway, um... I guess I shouldn't have been talking to his friends. I could have just ignored all of them and just said, yo, I'm about to go home. I'm not really feeling this no more. That's what I could have, should have, would have done. But whatever, I didn't. I ignored him, da-da-da. And so that night, we were supposed to spend the night. He was supposed to come over, and he didn't. I'm making this story a lot longer than it should be, so I'm just going to fast forward. We ended up having a huge fight. After that, things really just stopped clicking. Like, after that, one after that, that must have been Saturday that next Monday, no, no, I didn't tell the rest of the story. So basically, we left, and I was still mad at him, and he was, like, calling me, calling me, and I was ignoring him, ignoring him, ignoring him, and then finally I picked up, and he was off. Like, he's like, bruh, I literally chased you for so long, and blah, 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 and yeah. I think that really turned him off, but on the flip side, that also really turned me off, and so we were just disconnected and I feel like once we had had that little sexual encounter it caused this extreme disconnection between us and so anyway that was must have been a Saturday so come up that next Monday or Tuesday I don't remember this man completely switched up he used to text me every single morning he used to call me every day on his lunch break on his whatever he just stopped doing that complete cold turkey and at first, I didn't say anything. I think he started on Monday. I didn't say anything. Next day, I'm just like, yo, I think he, oh, I'll never forget that. That bothered my soul. So, yeah, that Monday, I remember he did not call me after work. And I'm just like, and he didn't say anything. Like, mind you, if he just said, yo, I'm really tired today, I'll just talk to you tomorrow. Cool, that's fine. He didn't say anything. He just completely did not call, and I'm just like, what the heck? So next morning, rolls around, still nothing. He didn't say anything. So I looked at his Twitter, and it was like, sometimes you just need your space, some, 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 something like that. He tweeted. And I'm like, bruh, you couldn't have just said this? Like, you feel more comfortable going on Twitter, tweeting this, but not just saying it? Like, what's good? Just tell me. And he's like, bro, there's nothing going on. It's all in your head. I'm not switching up. Blah, 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 blah. Yada, 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 yada. So I'm just like, bro, honestly, like, I went off. Like, I don't know if I called him or he called me, 
But I literally went off on him. I'm like, bro, you're gaslighting. Like, first of all, you're gaslighting. You're going to sit here and tell me that this is all in my head. Bro, you normally call me every day. You did not call me. You didn't, you aren't explaining what's going on. He's just acting so nonchalant, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Yada, 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 stuff like that. So this went on for like a week or so. All of a sudden, I'm like, are you depressed? Like, what is it? I'm Googling stuff. I can't figure it out. I'm asking my parents. I'm literally so confused. Like, why did this man switch up? So roll around to that next Monday or something. He ended up saying, yeah, I think I'm depressed. What are these I don't think it was that next Monday. I think it was sooner than I don't know. But he ended up saying he was depressed and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, I'll give you some space. And he said that, yeah, my friend said that I should tell you that I do. This does happen sometimes. And yada, yada, yada. Now that I look back on it, 2020, hindsight 2020, like I know that it was the sex. Because the reason I know this for a fact is because we repeated this cycle all the way up until now. And he still does this. And I still react the same way. Um, so anyway, we've done the same thing over and over and expected different results. And it's insane. Like, I'm literally going crazy. So anyway, um, uh, after that, I wonder how long I've been on here. My stomach hurt. Like, I literally feel like throwing up. I don't know why. So anyway, um, after that, like, things just really just never really clicked again. And I end up telling him, like, yo, I can't take this anymore. Like, you aren't explaining what's happening, and I I need explanation. I love communication, and you aren't giving me that, and so I got to go. And so I end up blocking him, and it was hard. It was so hard for me to just block him. Because, like, imagine you were on this blissful period for, like, a month and a half, and it just suddenly stops, and... You don't even know what happened. You don't know if you did something. You don't know if it's you, if it's them. And so, yeah, it was very hard. I was hurt. I was so hurt. I don't really remember crying about it, but I was just very, very down about it. And I was just kind of trying to make the best of it and just keep pushing forward. But I was I was hurting. I was really hurting for months. Like, I was not moving past this. It was just, it was like, I couldn't let it go. I was I was still hoping that, you know, one day he would call and say, hey, this was all a joke, or I didn't mean this, and, and that day just never came. He would call me um, randomly, like, he'll call me drunk, and he'll be like, honestly, I just feel like it was, like, sex or something, and he went through this long period where he just pretended, like, it was just sex, like, it was never anything more than that, that's all he saw me as, and it was painful to me, like, I was just like, what the heck? How in the world was it just sex? Um, I was, like, thinking back to everything, you know, all the conversations we had had, and I was just like, there's no way it was just sex. And so, anyway, that ha- all of this, that must have been, this whole time where I was not talking to him was, like, October, November, December. That whole time I was not talking to him, not associated with him. And, you know, I was really sticking to my boundaries, whatever. And then he texted me towards the end of the year, like around, like very end of the year, like December 30th or something like that. And 
I don't know what he said, but he texted me on Facebook and he like said, hey, or something. But I didn't see it because I don't have the Facebook uh, Messenger app at the time. I didn't have I still don't have that. But anyway, he texted me and he was he said, hey, or something. I didn't see it till like June, January 5th or 6th or something like that. <laughs> That's my dad's birthday. But um, I didn't see it until January, the very beginning of January. And I was like, oh, hey, what's good? And he was just acting weird still, but like. I kind of ignored it. Like, he, he does this thing where he does not, like, he don't want to chase again. Like, he's not going to do that. And I don't know if it's ego, if it's what, oh, what it is. But he will literally make it a point to not chase. And so he will try to present, or not, or not present, but uh, position himself to be pursued. And that drives me nuts. I'm not going to chase no man. And so as soon as I was getting that vibe, I was like, yo, this is not it. It was maybe only a day or two had passed. I just said, nah, I'm not feeling to do this. I got to go. So time passed again. And I had unblocked on everything, even Facebook. Next thing I know, like February comes around. He calls me on private. And I I remember he called me on private. And it woke me up. And it really pissed me. Oh, I don't want to say that. It really upset me because I had to be somewhere in the morning and he called me in the middle of the night and it sort of messed up my sleep schedule so I called him the next morning and I went off on him I'm like yo stop calling my phone in the middle of the night um if you have something to say you could I mean no I don't want to talk to you I don't I don't think I even give him a chance I said yo stop calling my phone in the middle of the night that really blew me irritated me da 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 I went off on him and he emailed me he's like yo um what did he say? He was like, honestly, you won't ever hear from me again, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, yo, I don't care. During this time, I really stopped caring. It was crazy how much I did not care. Like, I was not interested in him at all because I got to a point where I was like, bro, I deserve better. And that's on period. Like, I deserve better and you're not giving me to giving it to me. And so I've got to go. And I'm done questioning myself. I'm done doing all that stuff. Like, I remember I would look at his Twitter during, like, let's see, October, November, and December, I would, like, always look at his Twitter and see that he was, like, liking other girls' pictures and doing all this other jazz, and it just got to a point where I was just like, man, I deserve better, and he's not giving me that better. Until he steps up, I can't even consider him. That was literally my thought pattern, and so I literally was like, but, you know, I was not, I mean, I was really just off about it so when I called him when he called I, I don't know I think I called him the next day and I was like yo are you the one that called me on private he's like yes I literally went off of him I'm like yo you got me messed up so I called my phone I have stuff to do in the mornings and you're like calling me in the middle of the night stop doing that it's disrespectful and bye and he's like okay bet. so he hung up email me nonsense I I, I just feel like I ignored it whatever time moves on a month later that's the thing I kept thinking that like I was over it then I have little moments where I'm just like dang bro that was crazy how good that was so I would just start thinking about it again and then I remember I still had him on this app where like we used to run together not run together but like we'd have competitions through this app like of who could run the first distance per month or per week or something I don't know and so I still had him on this app. And so it would tell me every time he would run. 
and it had this little thing i think it's like the nike run club app or something so it would let you congratulate that person oh i forgot this thing and let you talk for an hour well i have about a little over 15 minutes so anyway <clears throat> i was like um uh, i was like texting him what am I saying? What, what am I talking about? I forgot what part I was on. I was not texting him. I was, uh, oh yeah, I would congratulate him on that little app and I would just say, you know, good job, you ran. And I feel like that was like me, I'm, I was still not really over it and it was still kind of like me having a little bit of hope and wanting him to come back. But like I wasn't willing to shoot my shot. I wanted him to pursue me. And so I would just do it in that little weird way. And so I remember, I I always say this, I'll never get to say it, but I guess I won't. I remember the specific days of, like, things things <clears throat> changing and stuff. So, anyway, I remember I was at this restaurant with my roommate at the time. And we were eating, I, I was eating fried pickles. And I, bro, those fried pickles are fire, by the way. Besides the point, I was eating fried, fried pickles. And I just remember, I was like, I wonder if Blank texted me. I mean, not text me, but I wonder if Blank emailed me. And crazy enough, he did. Like, I looked at my email. Like, I was checking my email. I was like, wonder if Blink emailed me. Because I had my notifications off. And I checked it, and he had emailed me. And I was like, OMG. I literally jumped for joy. Like, I was so lit. And he had, I was like, yo, he emailed me. And I honestly don't remember what happened after that. I don't think it really went anywhere after that. Because my roommate kind of told me what to say. She was like, bro, don't let him back in. He's not good for you, yada, yada, yada. I was like, okay, but So I didn't let him back in. I just kind of was like, I kind of gave him a run around. And I don't know, bam. So that was around March. That was like the very beginning of March. Like, or very end of, no, nah, it had to be the very beginning of March. So, which, when I see this time, this was a great time. I'm not going to cap, like, like, during that right before COVID area. So anyway, COVID happened, and that completely threw me off. Cause I was just like, "Yo, what's the point of anything?" I don't know. I just started getting off. Like we were going to church every week, my roommate and I. So I was very focused, and uh, honestly, COVID just threw me completely off. Like I was like, "Yo, what in the world am I doing with my life?" Like yada yada yada. I was like, "Why am I forcing? I like this dude. Let me just go ahead and talk to him." So I was like, I told him that we can talk. I think I told him we can talk once a week. And he was so upset about that. He's like, why can't we only talk once a week? And da, da, da. I was ignoring it. I was just like, whatever, we can talk once a week. So we did that for a little bit. And all of a sudden, one week turned into every day. I don't know what happened. I mean, once a week turned into every day. And I was, I don't know how that happened, but it did. So we started talking every day. And I was just, like, falling in lust again. I was just like, yo. Because, like, there was so much sexual tension. Because, mind you, we didn't have sex that one time so all this time it was just like we just imagined like what would it be like so anyway long story short april 13th or i think it was the 13th yeah april 13th i randomly hit him up oh i left one time out before that i think it was the beginning of april i don't remember or end of march i had told him like yo just come over just just do it but i ended up changing my mind and he had already drove out here i didn't even know he out here he had drove where I used to live, he had already pulled up, he was like, it was a store right where I lived, he was parked at that store, I didn't even know, I was just like, yo, that's crazy, and he ended up driving back home, and I was like, but, and then we ended up talking about God and stuff, and 
you know, sometimes like I had so many opportunities to just not have sex and just focus on God and like build our relationship on God. Well, I don't want to say I had, but we had so many opportunities to get it right. And we literally kept failing. Like we just kept falling short. Um, so anyway, after that, uh, April 13th, I remember my, my roommate was like high or something. So she was not paying attention to me. I was like, yo, I told her I was going to invite him over. And she was like, whatever. She didn't care. See, the last time I had talked to her, and she was like, yo, that's not a good idea. But this time she wasn't paying attention. And so it was like, okay, bet. So he came, I told him come over, came over. Uh, We ended up doing it, but it was so, oh, I had told him that if we did it, that <clears throat> we wouldn't. Like, we would stop talking after that. Because I knew that everything was going to switch up and I could not handle it. So I told him that, like, we were just going to be just friends. I mean, not just friends. We were just going to stop talking after that. Like, I'm going to block him. And he was like, okay, cool. That's what we're going to do. And so, yeah, we did We did a little do. And I blocked him. And I honestly wonder what would have happened if other things didn't happen. But anyway, I blocked him. And I was good. I was chilling. I was like, bad. Oh, I forgot to say we didn't use protection. <laughs> we didn't use protection, but that's because of things were not working properly. Let's just say that. And so we didn't use protection. And yeah, it was just a very unusual experience. And so he told me to take plan B. So he went to go buy it and I took it. And <sighs> I was like, whatever. I thought everything was good. I was moving on. I felt horrible about having about sexual sin. I was trying to recover from that, and I was getting past that, and boom, I started getting pregnancy symptoms. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I hadn't even talked to him. I didn't even care about it no more. I was just like, whatever, I'm gonna stop talking to him. I did not care, but I started getting pregnancy symptoms. I'm like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> here's another night I won't forget. One night I was laying in bed, and I was just like, yo this is crazy like my brain really started to think I was pregnant like uh after going to the doctor it had to have been the the pill the plan b pill because he bought like an off-brand version I really didn't have 10 minutes left but I'll keep going and if I don't finish I'll just start another one so anyway uh <gasps> he had bought like the off-brand version of the plan b and so I it had messed me up. And so I just really thought I was pregnant. So anyway, this night that I won't forget, another one of those nights, I was laying down. And I was just thinking, like, no, I had saw this video. And it was talking about, like, God. It was talking about how God, how you could meet your husband out of season. How, like, it could be your husband, but you met him completely out of season. Like, like Adam, uh, like, God put Adam to sleep. And then... And if Eve had met Adam while he was asleep, it wouldn't have, he wouldn't have seen her value, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so you may have met your Adam while he was asleep, you know, basically the topic of the video. And I was like, yo, what if that is the case? Like, what if this man is my husband, but we met completely out of season? And so 
I was just thinking, like, yo, that's crazy. And, like, I was like, what if, like, I'm pregnant? And I just started having this long thought pattern. And I'm just, like, all of a sudden, I'm just thinking. I'm feeling, this is insane, I know, but this is what's going on. This is the truth. This is what happened. So I just started feeling this weird connection between me. This is what I'm saying. Like, your mind is so powerful. I just started feeling this weird connection between a baby that did not exist, but a baby inside of me, him, and me. Like, I just felt like this weird triangle. Like, yo, we're all connected. And then right at that moment, literally, he emailed me. Because I had him bought. He emailed me. He's like, I think you're the one. And I'm like, what in the world? I literally was so shook. I was so happy. Because this is like, even now, this is something I crave so much that it's crazy. Like, I really just want to be with him. I don't know why, but... So I was just like lit off of that. And so he, anyway, I went to go to my roommate. I was so excited about it. And I told her, and she sort of just shut me down, like, bro, you're tripping. Like, that man's not your husband, da da da, stuff like that. And so I was like, mm, okay, let me just go ahead and just not respond to this message. Cause he said he thinks I'm the one. He's not, I was like, you're not even doing anything about it. I, I think I said, like, unless you're going to do something about it, like, get off my line. Because he was still talking to other girls, I think. I don't remember. But, uh, pretty sure it was. It always was. <sighs> so, anyway, um, I just kind of ignored that, put it down in the rug. But I kept having these pregnancy symptoms. So, I think I ended up block- unblocking him, and I was just like, oh, we ended up talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. During that email, I started telling him, like, but, yo, I'm having pregnancy symptoms. And he's like, what? Da, da, da. So we had this long pregnancy scare, like intense pregnancy scare. I'm taking tests. I'm literally waking up in the morning. And I have to pee so bad, but I'm holding it. And I'm going to the store to try to get a pregnancy test so I could try to take it and see. My friend worked at the pregnancy center at that time, so she was getting me free tests. All kind of stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm really just going through it. It was horrible. So, during that time, I just, I had, like, mind you, let's just rewind back to January up until we had, even after we had sex, up until the pregnancy symptoms. All during that time, I literally did not care if I was with him. I was like, whatever, it is what it is. You know, like, even though, like, I wanted to, I was just like, whatever, it is what it is. But when I started to think I was pregnant, I was like, yo, I need to be with this man. Like, I don't know. Something in my brain was like, yo, you need to be with this man. So I started, like, fiending. Like, I started doing anything. I started reading books. I started trying to figure out, like, what am I doing wrong to, like, why is this relationship not working? Meanwhile, it takes, not meanwhile, but mind you, it takes two to tango. Like, it can't be just me. Even if I did everything pregnant, if he, pregnant, what? If Even if I did everything perfect, he could still like you know fall, not want to be married or whatever so i don't know i just started really trying to do everything i started trying to just do everything whatever i i got to a point where i literally would have sex with him just because i want like i was trying to do what he wanted or something and drawn back in which later i found out that does not work at all and so um i, I remember like this was we're fast forwarding all the way to the summer to the summer now and i remember like we would have sex we only had sex two times in the summer but like those two times i remember like afterward i would feel so horrific like 
I would literally lay. I remember one day I just laid on my floor like for hours, like just laying there. Like I just felt sick. Like why did I do this? Like I felt horrible. So after that, man, this was amazing talking about. I don't even know why. So after that, um, I just like it got to a point where I was like, yo, I cannot do this anymore. Like I just can't. I'm so sorry. I have got to block you. Like I was trying to be cool and not block him and da 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 but nah. I could I was like nah fam. At the end of the day, I need that commitment and you're not giving it to me, I gotta go. So I would dip. And so yeah. This was creating a cycle. I don't know if you've noticed yet, if anybody's listening to this. But this is a cycle that we've created, which is we have sex. <clears throat> we have everything's cool. We have sex. Everything's not cool. Um, I end up leaving. Same cycle. Then we come back around. We have sex. I mean, we start off good. Everything's cool. Then we have sex. And then it's not cool. And then so I block them. So same cycle. Um, so I think I blocked him around sometime in August of this year. And I was like, I'm going to do the 30-day no contact. Did the 30-day no contact. And then after no contact, I saw something about hitting the person up. So I hit him up, and I was like, and I, the thing is, during the no contact, he I can see his messages on my laptop. And so I saw him texting me, and um, he was just saying random stuff. And I was just, I didn't text him for 30 days, and I was pretty proud of myself. But anyway, I ended up texting him. Uh, huh. Yo, I'm so distracted. Let me just end this one. I'm going to come right back and finish the story. Uh, let me try to remember where I left off. Oh, no contact. All right. I'll, I'm going to end this and come right back.